Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today. We've got Braden and Chase Fleece from Fleece Performance on. We're really excited. It's always a fantastic time that we have on the podcast talking with them. And they're going to tell us about the move into their new building. So they built this thing from the ground up. And they've got all their CNC machines in, the shipping department, offices. And they're going to tell us what this allows them to do to bring more parts to market, do R&D on new platforms, new things they can do to help our trucks run better. So really excited to chat with them about that. We're also going to recap some new things that are getting ready to hit the market. And then also what they're doing on the brand new trucks. So it's going to be a really cool episode. Before we get to it, though, we want to encourage you guys to go on iTunes, search The Diesel Podcast, give us a review, and then shoot us a message on Instagram. Just search at The Diesel Podcast. Let us know you left a review, and we're doing weekly giveaways so we can get you entered into that. It doesn't cost you anything, um, but just make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Instagram. All right, let's get to the podcast with Braden and Chase and learn about this new move and what it's going to do for the diesel performance community. Braden and Chase, it's great to have you guys back on the diesel podcast. We have a ton to talk about, and and I'm excited to get going today. It's great to be back. Yeah, thanks for having us. I saw you guys had a major move this summer and, and now into a whole new building, and I wanted to ask you guys, about it, how it went, and what it allows police performance engineering to do for the, the diesel market and building truck parts and getting them out the door and, and everything. This summer, I thought it was just last week. <laughs> it was supposed to be this summer, but uh, now I was a little behind, but um, these things take time. But what yeah, would you finally say? Gotten the, uh, finally gotten the building. It's been a uh, long road. We've been, you've been here working on the building for what, a year and a half between Pretty site much. development and all that so riding a bulldozer and uh, doing some of the site work ourselves and uh, kind of just making sure that we're getting uh, what we wanted and uh, yeah it's been a it's been a process but I think I'd say we're maybe 80% moved in 75 yeah we've got to move the truck shop yet and Freedom Racing Engine's getting moved in right now and we're getting ready to bring the Haas VF4 and VF6 from Freedom's previous location bringing that over this week and um, you know, get them set up and then hopefully have them back online uh, middle of next week. Yeah, most of the machine shop, the police machine shop is moved. They moved two big uh, machines that required uh, 40 ton forklifts uh, on both ends. Um, so they moved those this morning and I think we do all our own wiring and stuff and setting them up ourselves. So those should be up well, within a week or so. But we got a couple of new machines that have been waiting since June. Um, another four axis, 400 millimeter horizontal, which is kind of our workhorse. Uh, it's an OKK or smart uh, 400 millimeter SX4000. That it's a really quick machine, really rigid machine. And so all of our uh, aluminum widgets are being made on those machines. So like the uh, 
coolant bypasses and fuel distribution parts and um, all that stuff's made uh, you know, eight to 16 parts at a time in a horizontal and now we've got three horizontals, two 400s and a 1,000. And to put that in perspective, a 1,000 millimeter machine, uh, you can put 5,000 pounds on the table. So that'll be making the uh, billet aluminum blocks, cylinder heads, dry sump pans, front covers, all that stuff. But last time that you guys were on, we were talking about the growth that you guys had from where you started and how you've grown <clears throat> fleece performance into a, a leader in the industry. And I imagine this, this whole new building that you guys got to set up and the additional space allows you guys to produce more and be able to keep the, you know, the, the distributors and dealers and people out there that want to order your parts just stocked with parts that they, that they want. Yeah, we're real focused on uh, efficiency and um, you know productivity you got to look at you know how can I make these parts um, more efficient to where we can maintain the uh, um, value and, and the, the price point to the customer but to make them more efficiently and that's why you know we're not scared of investing or scared of investing in machinery and equipment to do that and in people uh, but we've definitely uh, got the uh, that second machine will help a lot, but you know we didn't. That that four hundred millimeter machine, or the, excuse me, the thousand millimeter machine, it's kind of been sitting, and we've got to get it up and going. And that billet block program, we've, it's been sitting for months and months, but it's because of this building. And every time we get some more space, we uh, it's kind of that glass ceiling. Uh, these you either decide to kind of stay where you're at, or you punch through it and the glass keeps getting thicker and this was pretty big ceiling to jump through because you go from 25,000 square feet to 75,000 on the uh, total 60 on the floor but every time we get in a bigger space uh, efficiency jumps everybody uh, can uh, can do their job easier and we've done a lot of plant layout preparation in this uh, before moving and you know, and all of our guys are excited because they've got their own area that they can set up and they everything that they've been thinking about, man, if I had some more space, I could really do this better, <laughs> or we could do this better, or we could change this. And and sometimes, you know, when you're producing, you can't just drop everything and, and change. So this was a good good time to do hit the reset button and see what has been and has not been working and remedy that. And uh, how I think about it, I think it's been at least six months since we've really put much effort toward any of our R&D lists. And, uh, you know, that's something that I, mean, I think we've got a two or three page R&D list for uh, new products that we want to get out and we just haven't had time to focus on it. So this is going to be a really cool, you know, three to five years here with getting new product out and, uh, you know, obviously developing and get them out into the market. And uh, that's really going to help our growth. And, as I walk through this new building, you know, I, I look at the, the turbo area and we've got it laid out. Now there, we used to have three build tables and now we've got five, you know, to try to keep up with back orders. And you know, I look at it now, it's like, man, I wish we would have built this thing a little bigger. It's crazy how quick it fills up. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do a live video this week on Facebook and kind of show you a layout. You guys can see what, uh, what we're working with. And it's just crazy how quick it fills up. Braden, I didn't think it we'd grow into this that quick but well there's a point where <clears throat> I said it a couple of days ago when we were moving stuff in it's like hey if we if we take everything we had and we just spread it out we didn't gain any space so 
things that aren't keyed or you know necessary for production or um, aren't value added. We got to look at it and um, see if it needs to be part of the process or not. But it's it's really full. I mean, it, it's more packed than I expected it to be. Yeah, and, especially the warehouse. Yeah, and it's the biggest suite in here. It's they've got fifteen thousand square feet, and uh, it's pretty much full which is I mean it's good we, we tried to you know we had to push our move-in date a couple times and we were adding to our buffers and uh, you know the machine shop was just all over it making uh, uh, more product to fill the buffers and uh, now we've got a lot of inventory coming into a busy time of year and it's not a bad thing and really we moved in about two weeks, the machine, or excuse me, the warehouse, I, I think they moved their stuff in a week. Took them really like three days. Yeah. Yeah. We're in here looking at the ceiling, and uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but the air conditioning just kicked on. It's, it's an item to add to the punch list. It's loud. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to love this building, but you, you it's like, it's so, uh, it's, it's such a uh, jaded process when you build something like this. It's such a big undertaking, and there's so much to it and you can't I'm kind of a control freak and you can't have your thumb on everything but you try and <laughs> you end up finding the things that uh, uh, irk you but it's still going to be a great great building and uh, it'll take a while to get used to you know, work all the bugs out of it but we try to think of everything it's it's really a nice space we'll definitely have an open house and anytime there's an event nearby here or, or anytime really we Anybody can come through here and check it out. And we'll take the time to show you around. What had us really excited, and by us I mean like the diesel community, is when we think of fleece performance, we think of consistency in products, innovative products, and they're for everyone, whether you're on the racetrack or it's a daily driver. And when we saw the building coming together, this topic had come up on a on a previous podcast how us as consumers we almost apply like how we buy an iphone or an android or whatever it might be to parts we put on our truck so we thought hey fleece performance is known for this stuff they're moving into a larger building with more capability and they're delivering on that kind of consumer expectation that we have of you know the the consistency in the manufacturing in the parts getting it out the door having the inventory because when we want something we want something you know we don't like to wait as a consumer so that's what's so cool why we wanted to talk about the new building and, and the things you guys are doing is how you're delivering on something that is it's mainstream in other industries but in the diesel parts world you guys are setting the bar for everyone else in what you guys are doing yeah we'd have to bring you know jeff everett in here and maybe jeff merriman as well but um our marketing and sales and uh, operations guys but it's just one of those things you can't uh it's a want market a lot of the stuff that we make you don't need but some you know some of it are problem solver parts but but they're uh we want to make sure that when the consumer wants those like we're trying very hard to eliminate backward situations i think 351 VE um, chargers we're working our way out of a back order situation but I mean that's a scenario where in the last year we've gone from building you know 20 and 30 and 40 of those to hundreds of a week and still not able to climb out of the back order so the demands there and we've added parallel build stations we've added you know 
more capability, added a couple more lathes, and those kind of things. I mean, significant investments just for one SKU to really make sure that when somebody orders that, or they've got a, a guy with a horse trailer with a turbo that's blown, and he wants to upgrade, and he's forced to upgrade at that point, or either forced to, he's at the decision point, we have it available to him. And with our distribution network, they're all over the you know, North American market. That you can get them anywhere. And, uh, I mean, the way I look at it, Amazon's got us conditioned to, you know, you want something, you're going to have it tomorrow. And if you're close yep. to a distribution warehouse, you're going to have it the same day. So, obviously, that's uh, not always feasible. But, you know, like Braden said, when a customer wants something, we want to deliver and uh, give them a high-quality product that... Uh, you know they're gonna be real happy with and that's uh that all comes back to the production and getting it done as you know quick as possible at the highest quality we were talking about parts and capability and manufacturing what kind of what kind of new products you guys got coming up here well we gave the uh 98 to 2002 uh dodge cummins guys a little bit of love with a new lift pump that we're working on uh, getting out into the masses so that's uh you know a spinoff of our power flow lift pump for the uh you know the newer dodge and chevy trucks so that's uh that's something that we've been working on this summer and um you know made a nice uh filter bracket and a new a, a good uh, donaldson or fleet guard fleet guard style filter depending on what you want to run but that goes back in the factory location and uh, there's a you know hose and fitting kit and um, a harness, but the you know the pump drops right in the tank, just like a uh, Chevy or a Dodge kit would that we sell, and I think that's going to be a good upgrade for for a lot of people that want to you know upgrade their older Dodge pickup and uh, you know think you know do something different and instead of having a frame mounted pump, they can have an in tank pump and you know we've discussed the benefits over the last few podcasts we've had about that pump, which Braden can chime in if you want us to nice. reiterate that. I mean, beyond that, you've got like, Duramax cylinder heads getting released. Um, you just released a whole bunch of parts through uh, fleece that are the Freedom Series. Um, you got push rods and um, rocker bridges, yes. um, cylinder heads, of course, like you'd said, Cummins and Duramax. Stuff that we're using that we're going to make available to the guy that is an engine builder um, or job shop that needs exactly. to do a head gasket job on there on their Chevy or Dodge truck and be able to turn them quick and have a you know high quality product on on the shelf waiting for them. And the Cummins cylinder head programs had tremendous response. I mean, um, just the amount of uh, cylinder heads that are sitting in the new uh, warehouse, I mean, they're stacked up like cordwood. And uh, I think they've got it, you know, logistically, it's the best bang for your buck shipping wise. We've got a nice crate that's uh, gonna survive, uh, you know, several trips it's easy you just take a head out put it back in the box and um, you know quality's there and it's the same i think we talked about it once before it, it's the same stuff that we run in 1500 2000 horsepower um, you know truck pulling and drag racing builds um, you know the seat material the same the way we do it the same process happens to the one that's going on a truck that's just you know your, your guy that's got a 4500 cabin chassis yeah. or whatever truck so like you think about Derek rose's ucc 2500 plus horsepower engine um that's the same seat material same valve it's a different diameter but it's the exact same valve and same material so that's something that 
you know, if it can withstand that kind of abuse, that's uh, something's going to work well. You know, the that's the street performance head. It's got that valve in it, and uh, you know, we've had really good luck with that thing. Yeah, that's where the that that performance aspect that we had talked about before in what's happened over the last you know few years has trickled down so much to the daily drivers and that's where the majority of the trucks are and you know we see these these trucks out there you know racing or sled pulling and then we want something equivalent or something that can solve our you know daily driver issue so that's that's another important aspect of of uh the manufacturing and the the product design that's that's so exciting is be able to get those quality parts in our daily drivers. Mm-hmm. As far as the other parts are concerned, I mean, uh, everybody wants to know when the exhaust brake's coming out. Uh, between uh, you know working on this building and uh, I mean our design team is out here. Like we we elected to do most of the uh, back of house wiring and mechanicals and plumbing and stuff ourselves because it's just so it takes so much time to specify that to a contractor and we have the capability and enough manpower that it's just like hey guys let's just go out there and do that and they're out there wiring up and plumbing and doing air and uh, it'll be the best ran air system we're using our cnc uh cnc vendor to bend blue airline but uh <laughs> there's nothing bent over your knee or with a uh, little conduit vendor uh so, you know, we just do things. There, there's no rules, and uh, that's kind of the cool thing about. Uh, I think we had some downspouts that were messed up on the building when we uh, underspecified or something, and we're like, "Ah, we'll just draw some up and, and make them." And we laser cut them, weld them, and <laughs> the the uh, the building contractor was like, "Wow, you guys made those?" And I was like, "Yeah, in three days," and you know, they're, they're powder coated and perfect, and. So, I don't know, we're just problem solvers. and uh, But anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, from the development standpoint, uh, we've been developing our facility mostly for the last uh, six months. And uh, not that we have completely ignored development, but like the exhaust brake, I, uh, I spent two, three days um, really working on that. Uh, there was some logic issues that we had to work through on the 13 to 17 trucks because we, uh, we really wanted this to be a seamless plug and play. Uh, no additional um, modules required and we've finally gotten there and it, it took some education on even our suppliers uh, the supplier of the actuator um, from the CAN bus perspective and a lot of reverse engineering on the Chrysler CAN bus that I was able to do and um, it works as designed and as intended and getting closer and closer we've got production samples and they're working and so nothing is going to get out of here that's not well vetted, but we're just going to make sure that we don't talk about anything uh, big <laughs> two years in advance. <laughs> I had uh, the the news. I was going to. Oh my god! I was like, hey, let's uh, let's let's wait and release this thing. You know, when we have working product. So you're not really going to get much about uh, about R and D from me because I've got like some massive projects I've been working on for a year or two that uh, should be game changing actually. And, um, you know, it's an overused term, but I, it's really going to be good. And I think it'll change the industry quite a bit because of the way that uh, we're going about it. And maybe by the next podcast, maybe PRI time, I'll be able to, to talk about it. But 
doing uh, some really interesting stuff. I did, I did want to ask you guys, this is more of a general question as opposed to like really specific, but how much changes between, you know, say the 2013 to 17 Rams and then going into the 2019s or the 2020 GM, is there, is it entirely different where you guys got to completely rethink, say a whole product line, or do you guys see some, some carryover between some of the hard parts that you have now and some of these brand new trucks? And the reason I ask is because we have a ton of listeners that they just got a 2020, you know, usually a GMC. I think people are kind of gravitating towards that body style a little bit more than the Chevy, but then the 2019 Rams and they're, they're kind of itching to get, you know, upgrades onto the trucks and, Mm -hmm. And I don't really have a frame of reference for, you know, how does it work when a brand new truck comes out? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, you buy one and you sit on it for six months while you're developing things. In my case, we've had both for since they came out. Um, the 19, um, I did a lot of development work, probably a solid week on, uh, you know, just. Uh, sniffing around ECU reverse engineering type stuff and uh, had a good grasp on what needed to be done. I just didn't have time. And EFI Live has recently released um, tuning support for those, which is good. And any time that you have the ability to change calibrations and then you can make your hard parts work better. And there's, uh, I think there's a lot left on the table. I think finally... uh, the after-treatment systems have got a little bit of um, more headroom in them to where uh, you see guys getting significant power gains and still maintaining emissions on and good performance. And there's a point, I guess maybe I'm getting old, but it's like, hey, a 500 horsepower or five, you know, 450 rear wheel horsepower truck, pretty good for a daily driver and towing about whatever you need. Chase well, my truck, 2018 you? Ford Platinum, that thing with the uh, cheetah and uh, tuning, emissions compliant, made 570 at the tires. Not and something I, you're going to be, you know, romping on every day because it's going to make. Some I put 10,000 miles on that thing. Yeah, and I was very impressed. You know, I, like Braden said, you know, it's not something you can run around tow with at that level all day. But just the fact that it can make it, I ran around the 150 horse file, which on that mm-hmm. file it made like 520, and I drove on that every day. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's impressive. If GM would just move their uh, their urea tank location, which I think they are in the 2020s, but uh, I was waiting for a GMC Dually because I like that body style as well, and they just opened ordering. But um, if they would move that, I don't care how much urea I've got to pour in the thing as long as my DPF regen frequency doesn't go up on a tuned vehicle. You know, It's like I hate just sitting there making a vehicle run 1,200 degrees at idle, 1,100 degrees. It just seems you know, counterintuitive. So uh, if you can make them a little more, there's always that soot and it's called the uh, soot Knox trade-off. Um, if I'm teasing anyone about my frame of mind and my development in the last recent history, the soot Knox trade-off, you can't have both. You're going to make either particulate matter with cold combustion or you're going to make 
a lot of knocks with nice hot clean combustion and you, get, you gotta figure out which one you want it's that balance of both and there's a lot of you look at these ECUs nowadays there's six megabytes in the L5B and the new uh, the new RAM is eight megabytes and that's the same processor that the uh, 2020 and crackable vets using so do you say crackable that's what I heard <laughs> that's funny well it's so cool so cool about the new truck so it's exactly what you said where you can make 550 570 and it's it's comfortable i mean all the amenities are there you can have something reliable yeah. and it's almost a it's almost like a whole shift in how we look at modifying you know these newer trucks but i know the, the 2020 gms and the rams and and you know ford's got an update people are really excited about them they're spending money on them and then they want to get a little bit better performance. So it's cool to hear how you guys approach that and, and look at upgrades for them. Yeah, I can't wait to get the uh, 2020 Super Duty in. We ordered that about a month ago. We did. Three weeks ago, something like that, whatever opening, ordering opened up. We did. It's going to be neat to see uh, <laughs> that engine. They did a bunch of updates on that. I, I don't know what they're going to do for power, but I have a feeling they're going to be trying to release that thing real close to 500. I mean, they're only 50 horse off now, and they... Yeah, upgraded the internals quite a bit. The thing about it is too, with as much uh, instrumentation that's on the after treatment and the engine itself at this point, it's very easily thermally to manage what's going on. The L5Ps, as soon as they hit 1400 or something, they start backing down. So if you're gonna try to you know, run 100 miles an hour with a trailer on it, it's gonna give you full rated power until it gets too hot and derate. Just like, you know, everything, Back in the old days, the harness boxes, uh, the edge boxes, and I think bully dogs, everybody did a uh, EGT back down. Well, there's no better way to do it than the ECM controlling it, and, uh, and they're doing it. So you might have 500 peak horsepower, and if it stays within their cylinder pressure ranges, then we might actually, they may have paid attention to what we were doing the whole time, and just finally implemented it from the factory. Yeah, Brady and I ordered a truck. Didn't know if we no, that. Yeah, cool. What color is it? <laughs> it's silver. Huh, silver. Yeah. You didn't get charcoal this time? No. I mean, I'll have the Dooley. I'll have both of them, so no big deal. Really? There you go. No, no. Dooley's going bye bye. <laughs> Revealed live on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you can splash whatever kind of thumbnail on the front of it and chase what his truck without Brady knowing about it. It's like. Another, another day here. <laughs> Didn't know I had to tell him. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did want to ask you guys about an event you, that you had recently and talk about you know, what it was like seeing a bunch of trucks out there, being able to meet customers and, and you know, see vehicles out there with your parts, you know, performing. So that's an event that we host, I think, uh, Brady, what was the first year for that? 08, 09? Probably 08 because I think this was 11. Yeah. Man, it's hard. Yeah, it is. I couldn't remember. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a little town that, you know, we grew up just down the road from North Salem, Indiana. So Braden still lives over there. I live a few miles away from him. Um, but that's that town's got a nice little festival every year called Old Fashioned Days, and we've grown up going to that. And, um, you know, they've got all sorts of antique tractors, there's a parade, and all nine yards. And to help that, 
you know. The main attraction is sliding yeah. down a hill on a cardboard. Yes. yes. Which is fun. Don't knock it till you try it. It's like sled <laughs> without the snow. But yeah, so we, you know, we, we decided to have a truck pull there and um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the locals there help out and make that thing, you know, come together. But it's, it's a blast. We get to the Indiana Truck Pulling Association, ITPA. We get them in there and we host the uh, 3.0 Limited Pro Diesel Truck Class, which is a class that we like to play in. They were at uh, Shy Diesel Week 4 and uh, had a pretty good showing there for the most part. Uh, Brian Shu, a customer of ours over at Quality Auto, they, uh, they finished third uh, Saturday night. And, they came over to Shide, or from Shide, came over to the uh, pool in North Salem. They ended up second, but uh, can't win them all. But we had a pretty good showing with with our trucks, and I think John Shu actually pulled off the work stock win. Yeah, if I remember right, he uh, he's not one of our customers. Runs a well, he doesn't have a cheat on it right now. I don't think I don't know what he's got on the thing anymore. But it's a, it was a good time, and uh, we had a lot of people. What stands? I don't know what they hold. But we had a had a good crowd. I had four or five hundred people total. I don't know, maybe maybe a few more, but it's weather not was a, great. Uh, oh, that's the thing. We had a overcast day, and we had the right amount of moisture in the track. And uh, those guys have got a lot of experience uh, building the track. And uh, you can't ask for anything better when it's overcast; it doesn't burn any of the moisture out of the track. Everybody got the same surface, and uh, it was eating horsepower, which some people like and some people don't. I think yeah. the work stock. Bone stock guys didn't uh, particularly care for it. Yeah. No, we had a had a good event, and um, like I said, weather was great, and had a good turnout, had good truck count, and good uh, you know good group of fans showed up. So that's all we can ask for. And I get to shoot t-shirts out of the yeah. t-shirt cannon. People enjoy that. <laughs> well, Braden <laughs> enjoys that. That's fun. Well, I think people do too, but Braden really enjoys it. There's a parade that uh, <laughs> kicks off the event pretty much on Saturday morning, and it's it's like an hour and 15 minutes, it seems, because it's a farming community, and everybody brings out their antique tractors, and I've still got a five-gallon bucket of candy in my truck, which is surprising. We told the kids to make sure it lasts, and they took it a little too far. But uh, I need to set that in the lobby at the new shop, because I've been eating too much of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, good, good time, and... Uh, get to give back to the community a little bit. We sponsored the car show and they've got a, they had a huge car show as well this year and uh, uh, several hundred cars. So, good time. It's been a, a theme on the podcast over the summer with a lot of different events is how much people enjoy them and, and how they're gravitating towards them, especially, you know, when a manufacturer like yourself is helping, you know, organize it or, you know, creating it is you guys know what people want to see. You know what gets people in the stands. You know just how how important that interaction is between you know the company, the racers, and then the people in the stands and being able to bring new people in or maybe the first time anyone ever went to a sled pull was at that event and they saw it and they got hooked. Yeah, there was and, our project engineer uh, or uh, project manager uh, had some friends down from Chicago and he's like, I'm going to what? And... You know, he gets down there and uh, he's like, man, I never knew it was going to be like this. He, he didn't tell me. It's like, well, it's a truck pull. I don't know how to describe it any differently. You can uh, <laughs> you can paint a lot of pictures until you get there, and some of them might be accurate. But 
he was, uh, I don't think he'd been exposed to anything like that. And there was a lot of high horsepower trucks, so he really enjoyed it. That was cool. Yeah, it was something really, really awesome to, to see on social media. We saw a bunch of, bunch of, uh, people posting pictures and, and doing hashtags and stuff. Yeah, and it was great to be able to. Pictures. And that's the thing. That's, that's our roots. That's, that's how the Cheetah Turbo was built, you know, start out playing, going to brush hooks and, um, so you gotta gotta stay true to that, and it's a uh, it's a good time. It's really kind of the you know we see these these you know, crazy insane builds and these UCC trucks and and all this power, but then at the heart of it, you know, we still want to just take our truck out, have fun, and then drive it to work on Monday and and use it. And that's always been sort of the allure of diesel performance and the parts that we're buying is to be able to do that. And I think that's where these events really really can can influence people and get you hooked on diesel performance is kind of that utility of having a diesel truck whether it's an lb7 or a 2017 ram is you can do that yeah or a colorado <laughs> with an l5p in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it was awesome to chat with you today uh Braden and chase and, and hear about the new move and get some product hints and some things that are going to be coming up and we look forward to chatting with you here a little bit later when you guys are ready to go into more detail and and uh, drop some products on us and maybe tell us about a new truck that the Chase bought and the color that he picked and, and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna want to get a new Dooley coming as well. It'll be, a, it'll be a GMC this time though. I gotta <clears throat> keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, he's I'm getting rid of my Dooley. He's getting one. He does have a camper though that he has to have a wide load sign for. So, and it's a toy hauler. I got four kids. I've got a lot of toys. Four kids under the age of nine. So, busy. Yeah. Well, awesome guys. Chase has got one on the way. His life's about to change. <laughs> Another. Yeah, one. I've got like six weeks, and then I'm gonna have a newborn. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's awesome to sit down with you guys and and chat with you and. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again and, like I said, see what see what other products you guys have for the diesel community and, and uh, make these trucks run better. Sounds good. Can't wait. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Fleece Performance. Check out what they've got. You definitely have to follow them on Instagram and Facebook. You can see new products that drop, different things that they're doing in the shop. It's a great place to find all that information. And also leave us a review on iTunes and then shoot us a message on Instagram. Just search at the Diesel Podcast. Let us know you left the review and we'll add you into our weekly giveaways. Till next time, keep the shiny side up. <laughs>